Hi, this is Joel and Victoria. Thanks for listening to our podcast and thanks for supporting the ministry. If you enjoyed today's message, why don't you be a blessing and share it with a friend? We appreciate you and pray for God's very best in your life. you. It's a joy to come into your homes each week and we love you guys. We appreciate the opportunity to spend the next half hour or so with you. And so we just thank you for tuning in. And if you're ever in our area, we give you a personal invitation. Come be a part of one of the Lakewood services. These are the finest people in all of Houston right here. So come be a part of it. God bless you today. I like to get started each week with something kind of funny. And I heard about this young police recruit He was taking his final exam and he was in the front of the classroom. The sergeant asked him, what would you do if you had to arrest your own mother-in-law? Without missing a beat, he said, call for backup. (laughs) All right, hold up your Bible. Say it like you mean it. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today I will be taught the word of God. I boldly confess My mind is alert. My heart is receptive. I will never be the same. In Jesus' name, God bless you. We've been talking about trusting God and learning to embrace the place where we are. Too many people are always fighting against everything that doesn't go their way. They end up living frustrated and stressed out, wondering why God isn't answering their prayers and why things aren't changing any sooner. But if we really believe that God is directing our steps, then each one of us is exactly where we're supposed to be. And it may be we're in a place that's uncomfortable, a place where we're not getting our way. And it's easy to think, well, this couldn't be right. This couldn't be God. My prayers are not being answered. But no, God is still in control. He's got you there for a reason. The fact is, it's in the difficult times that we really grow. That's when we're being stressed. That's when God's developing our character and preparing us for promotion. We may not like it. It may be uncomfortable. But if we can just learn to keep the right attitude, then we're going to come out of that better off than we were before. But the whole key is we have to pass the test. If we're going around defeated, negative, frustrated, fighting against everything that's not going our way, we're just slowing the process down. We need to come to a place of peace. When you're in peace, you have power. When you're at rest, God can fight your battles for you. But too many people today are just wearing themselves out, frustrated because they don't have the job they want, upset because a child won't do right, worried because of a health problem. Now, you've got to turn all that over to God and just learn to embrace the place where you are. You cannot pray away every uncomfortable situation from your life. You cannot pray away every difficulty. You've got to be willing to go through some things with a good attitude. It's interesting, in Colossians chapter 3, Paul prayed that the people would have the strength to endure whatever came their way. Think about it. The great apostle Paul, he didn't pray that God would remove every difficulty. He didn't pray that God would deliver them instantly He prayed that they'd have the strength to go through it. And sometimes we pray the wrong way. God, you got to get me out of this situation today. I can't stand it any longer. If it goes on another week, I'm not going to make it. 
No, a better way to pray is, God, give me the strength to go through this with a good attitude. Help me to keep my joy. Help me to keep my peace. See, we've got to change our approach. Our circumstances are not going to change until we change. Hey, you say, Joe, it's so difficult. Got this problem with my health. Got this situation at work. No, listen, you have the power of the Most High God on the inside of you. You can withstand anything that comes your way. You are more than a conqueror, a victor and not a victim. And sure, we'd all love for God to deliver us instantly, but most of the time, that's not the way it works. We have to dig our heels in and not only endure it, let's learn to enjoy it. Make a decision to turn the situation over to God. Quit worrying about it. Quit letting it dominate you and get back to that place of peace. Get back to that place of rest. And know this, even though it's hard, even though you may not like it, the good news is you are growing. God's getting you prepared for promotion and you're going to come out of that better off than you were before. See, God has a purpose for everything. And we may not be able to see it right now, but God has promised he will not allow anything to come into our life unless he can ultimately get some good out of it. This should take all the pressure off of us. That means if our prayers aren't being answered in the way we want, God must have something better in store. He knows what's best for us. Why don't you trust him? Why don't you believe that God has you in the palm of his hand? Why don't you believe that all things are going to work together for your good? Don't live life stressed out. Learn to just accept the place where you are. And even in those difficult times, even when things aren't going our way, our attitude should be, I must need this because this is where God has me. And I may not like it, but I'm not going to fight it. I'm not going to go around depressed because my business hasn't grown like I wanted it to or because my child is not doing right. No, I'm going to stay in peace, trusting God, knowing at the right time, God's going to turn it around and use it to my advantage. That's a very freeing way to live. Some of you today, you've always got stomach problems, headaches, ulcers. You can't sleep at night. And it's because you're fighting against everything that doesn't go your way. You're trying to change things that only God can change. And God is not removing it either because it's not the right time, or I don't know, maybe he's trying to do a work in you. And if you could just get back to that place of peace, and instead of fighting it, saying, all right, God, not my will, but yours, if you'd do that, things would begin to improve in your life. And I'm asking you today to lighten up and take the pressure off yourself. If your prayers aren't being answered in the way you want, no big deal. God has something else in store. If you're in a difficult time, Don't fight it. God's doing a work in you. He's still in control. Learn to relax and just go with the flow. Even in small things. I know a few years ago, Victoria and I had this big vacation planned. We'd really been looking forward to getting away by ourselves. And so months before, I'd made all the reservations and got everything lined up. And we were so excited about going. But just a week or so before we were to leave, my mother got a call from the hospital. And she was scheduled to have her hip replaced. Mother had polio when she was a child. And the operation was supposed to take place the week we got back. But they said something came up with the doctor and he had to move it up. And it just so happened it fell on the exact day that we were leaving for our vacation. And I had to make a decision. Do I love my mother more than I want to go on this vacation? And after much prayer and fasting... (laughs) 
I decided to stay home and take care of my mother. But at first, I was so disappointed. I'd really been looking forward to getting away, and I lost my deposit at the hotel. And my mother has still never paid me back. But... <laughs> But now I've learned to just go with the flow. My plans didn't work out, but you know what? I believe that God is still directing my steps. I don't know. Maybe he was keeping us from an accident. Maybe he was keeping us from danger. Whatever it was, I know this. God has our best interest at heart. And as long as we're trusting him, as long as we're doing our best, he has a purpose for it. And each one of us is exactly where we're supposed to be. And when you really understand this principle, it makes life so much easier. You don't have to live frustrated because your plans didn't work out. You don't have to be disappointed for a month because you didn't get the promotion you wanted. You don't have to get upset because somebody is being unfair to you. You know that God is in control and he's got you exactly where he wants you. And as long as you keep trusting him, God is going to fight your battles for you. That's what it says in the book of Exodus chapter 14. If you will remain at rest and hold your peace, then the battle is not yours, but the battle is the Lord's. Think about the principle there. You have to remain at rest. We have to hold our peace. In other words, that's saying as long as we're upset and frustrated and all bent out of shape, God's just going to back away. Really, there's no better way to show God that we're trusting him than by just staying in peace then by keeping a smile on our face, then by having a good attitude day in and day out. Do you know when you're consistent, when you're stable and you're not moved by your circumstances, you're saying loud and clear, God, I believe that you're in complete control of my life. I'll never forget a friend of mine. We used to play basketball several times a week. And one night after the game, it was still kind of early and I asked him if he wanted to go somewhere with me. And he said, almost in passing, no, Joel, I got to go up to the hospital. I'm taking chemotherapy. I said, you got to be kidding. You're doing what? He said, no, this is my second bout with cancer. And I take it three times a week. And man, I was so impressed. You would have never known anything was wrong with him. He always had a smile on his face, always was in an attitude of faith, looked like he was on the top of the world. But a lot of people in that situation, you know, they'd be dragging around defeated, blaming God, having a pity party, but not him. He knew that God was still in control. He knew that God was still directing his steps. Even though he didn't like it, even though he was uncomfortable, he didn't allow it to get him down. His attitude was, this is the hand that I've been dealt and I'm not going to sit around feeling sorry for myself. I'm not going to let this be the center of my life. I'm going to deal with it and move on. And he did exactly that. Today, several years later, he's cancer-free. God has totally healed him. I saw him not long ago. He's as healthy as he can be. And I realize some of you, like him, are fighting some serious battles. But the good news is, God is bigger than anything that you're facing. He can make a way even when it looks like there is no way. Don't quit living your life. Don't let that obstacle be the central focus. Keep on pressing forward. Keep on trusting God, knowing that as you believe, all things are possible. It may look kind of dark in your life, but the scripture says, weeping may endure for a night, but joy is coming in the morning. And really, it doesn't matter what it looks like in the natural, because our God is a supernatural God. 
And when you're in faith, there's a rest. You're not stressed out. You're not worried. You know that you know that everything is going to be all right. You know that God has you in the palm of his hand. And as long as you hold your peace, God is going to fight your battles for you. And he's going to make sure that you fulfill every single day that he has ordained for you. That's what the Bible says. No man can snatch you out of God's hands. That means no sickness is too great. No enemy is too powerful. If God be for you, who dare even be against you? And even when it's difficult, even when you're uncomfortable, you just got to remind yourself in the end, you're going to come out of that better off than you were before. And I like to even think about, you know, even the worst case scenario is if we die, we go to heaven to be with the Lord. And that's not too bad. Keep your joy. Keep your peace. Remain at rest. Too many people today, they're up when their circumstances are up, down when they're down. But you don't have to live that way. When you really know that God is directing your steps, you can be consistent. No matter that what comes into your life, God is going to use that for your good. Well, you say, Joel, I don't understand why this has happened to me. I'm a good person. Why did I get sick? Why did I have these bad breaks in life? Why didn't God answer my prayers? No, quit trying to figure out why. Proverbs 20, 24 says, since the Lord is directing our steps, why try to figure out everything that happens along the way? Some things we're never going to figure out. You may never understand why you had to go through what you went through or why somebody treated you a certain way. But know this, God has a purpose. The enemy may have brought that into your life, but God is so good, he's promised he'll turn it around and still use it to your advantage. But you got to trust him. You got to believe that he's in control. And I found sometimes God will ask us to go through some things in order to help somebody else. I was reading about these two young men. They were traveling to Kenya to work on a missions project. And it was their first trip overseas. And they were so excited about it. They were in their early 20s. Both of them were former college basketball players. And they'd prayed and prayed, just believing that everything would go real smoothly. But unfortunately, when the plane tried to land in London, it was too foggy. They got delayed and they missed their connecting flight to Kenya. They were sitting around the airport, a little disappointed, a little bit frustrated. The next flight wasn't for seven or eight hours. And when it came time for them to leave, the only seats available were up in first class. And so they put them up there. And of course, they were excited about that. But about midway through the flight, the plane took a nosedive straight toward the ground. People were hollering and screaming. They thought they were all going to die. About that time, they heard some noise up in the cockpit. Sounded like a struggle. And of course, this was before 9-11. And they were somehow able to make their way up there. And sure enough, when they opened up the door, there was this deranged man there. He was a huge man. He had taken over the controls of the plane. And these pilots were just little men. They didn't have a chance. But these were big, tough, strong guys. They got in there and wrestled with him. Finally, after a couple of minutes, they got him under control. That plane had fallen from 40,000 feet to 4,000 feet. Just a little while longer, they'd all been done. The point I want you to see, sometimes God will put you in an uncomfortable place in order to help somebody else. God delayed those two young men on purpose. He put them right up front so they could save that entire plane. See, God knows the future. And he's got you exactly where he wants you. Why don't you quit fighting everything in your life? 
Why don't you quit resisting everything that doesn't go your way? You say, Joel, I can't stand my job. These people get on my nerves. They irritate me. I shouldn't have to put up with them. Oh, have you ever thought about maybe God has you there on purpose so he can do a work in them? Maybe God's counting on you to let your light shine. Maybe God wants you to plant that seed of hope so that he can change their hearts. Well, Joel, I'm uncomfortable. I don't like it. Well, you're going to have to get a bigger view because it's not all about you. (laughs) And you just can't pray that away. The way you pass that test is by keeping a good attitude and doing the right thing, even though the wrong thing's happening to you. Sow a seed and be willing to go through some things. You may be in a relationship today that's uncomfortable. Maybe that other person is doing things that you don't like. But understand, that doesn't give you the right to treat them the same way that they're treating you. You've got to be the bigger person. You've got to swallow your pride. And sometimes even apologize when it wasn't your fault. You've got to overlook some things that tend to get on your nerves. And be determined enough to stick with that person. Stick with that husband. Stick with that wife. Stick with that child that's hard to raise. We give up too easily on people these days. I know this young lady and she had some very unfair things happen to her growing up. Her first marriage didn't last very long. and She married this second man. And she was basically making his life miserable. And the truth is, she wasn't trying to. She had just been so hurt and so messed up. She couldn't trust anybody. She was very negative and bitter. And this man told how a thousand times he wanted to leave her. He had every excuse in the world. Nobody would have ever blamed him. But he knew down in here he was supposed to stay with her. He said, Joel, it was the most difficult thing that I ever did. I was uncomfortable. I didn't like it. I didn't understand it. But do you know, today it's a different story. He stuck with her. He was willing to pay the price. And now that young lady is healthy and whole. Their relationship couldn't be any better. She said, Joel, what if he had been like that first guy and just taken the easy way out? What if he had not stuck with me? No, sometimes God's going to ask you to suffer for somebody else. Sometimes God's going to ask you to go through some things in order to help somebody else that's in need. And where are the people that are unselfish enough to say, God, I'm trusting you. I believe that you're in control. And even though I don't understand this, even though I don't like it, I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to keep a good attitude. And God, I'm not doing it because I feel like it. I'm doing it as a sacrifice unto you. I'm doing it because I love you and I trust you. Let me tell you, that's the kind of people that God rewards. Don't give up on that husband. Don't give up on that wife. Don't give up on that child. Well, you say, Joel, they just won't do right. They're causing me so much turmoil. No, even though it's difficult, keep loving them. Keep praying for them. Keep encouraging them. Keep forgiving them. You've got to be willing to go through some things in order to help somebody else. And know this, God is keeping the records. And as you sow those seeds, God's going to reward you as well. And I found that sometimes that we can get so focused on what we want or even so focused on overcoming an obstacle that we let it consume us. That's all we think about, all we talk about, and we're not going to be happy unless it comes to pass exactly the way we want. I've seen people that are not going to be happy until they get married. 
They're not going to be happy until their business grows or until they get out of a certain situation. But no, it's so important that we turn the situation over to God and that we learn to be content right where we are. It's when we turn loose of it that God can begin to work. But as long as we don't have any peace and we're frustrated and upset because it's not happening sooner, we're just slowing the process down. My sister Lisa told how she and her husband Kevin really wanted to have a baby. And they had tried and tried and tried for a long time, but for some reason Lisa just couldn't conceive. And so she went through all the fertility treatments. They spent a lot of money. Finally, after several years, the doctor said, Lisa, I'm sorry, there's nothing we can do for you. You're not going to be able to have any children. And Lisa was so disappointed, so discouraged. Here she had spent all this time and energy, always praying, believing, doing everything she could. Really, she was consumed by it. And now she was just emotionally and physically drained. And she told how one day she got tired of fighting. She got tired of struggling. And she said, God, I'm not going to ask you another time about having this baby. You already know what I want, and I'm just turning it all over to you. She said from that day forward, she did her best not to worry about it. She didn't beg God for her. Anytime she thought about it, she just thanked God that he was still in control. Really, she was saying, God, not my will, but yours. And do you know, it wasn't a couple of months after that, that they got a call from a friend of ours about adopting baby twin girls. Long story short, they ended up doing exactly that. And today they have three beautiful children. But the point I want you to see is it was when Lisa turned loose of it that things begin to change. And sometimes we can get so consumed with our dreams or even so consumed with overcoming an obstacle that that's all we think about and talk about and pray about. And we're not going to be happy unless it comes to pass exactly the way we want. But that's when we end up being frustrated. We have to get back to that place of rest. You got to get back to that place of peace where you say, God, I trust you. I believe that you know what's best for me. And God, even if this doesn't work out the way I want, I'm not going to be unhappy. I'm not going to let this ruin the rest of my life. I'm making a decision that I'm going to be content right where you have me today. I'm going to embrace the place where I am. I was reading a story about a man by the name of Horatio Spafford. He was a wealthy businessman that lived back in the 1800s, and he encountered a great tragedy in his life. One day, his wife and four daughters were on a ship crossing the Atlantic Ocean, and they had a collision, and all four of his daughters lost their lives. His wife sent a telegram back informing him of the terrible news. A few weeks later, Mr. Spafford got on a ship, was crossing the Atlantic Ocean, was going to meet up with his wife. And at one point, the captain came to him and notified him that they were at the exact spot where his daughters had been killed. Mr. Spafford got out a pen and he wrote down these words. When peace like a river attendeth my soul, when sorrows like sea billows roll, whatever my lot, you have taught me to say, it is well, it is well with my soul. And really, each one of us, no matter what comes our way in life, we need to be able to say with him, it is well with my soul. Life may have thrown me some curves, but it is well with my soul. All my dreams may not have come to pass just yet, 
But that's okay. I'm not in a hurry. I know in God's timing they will. It is well with my soul. I didn't get my way. My plans didn't work out. But you know what? It is well with my soul. Or I got a bad report from the doctor. Things don't look good. But I know God has another report. I know he can do what men can't do. And whatever happens to me, it is well. It is well with my soul. That's the kind of attitude we need to have. And some of you today, you need to get a new perspective. You are too focused on what you don't have and on what's wrong in your life. And you're telling God every five minutes what to do and how to do it. And you're not going to be happy unless it turns out exactly like you want. Now, you have got to make a decision to be happy right now. And I realize it may be a little cloudy in your life. In other words, you may not see too many good things happening. But know this. The sun is always shining. You just have to get above those dark clouds. You have to get a higher perspective. I know the other day we were flying out of Houston and it was so overcast. It was early in the morning and driving to the airport, it looked very depressing, real gray and gloomy. But we got on that plane. The first few minutes we were in these thick, thick clouds. You couldn't see anything. But finally, when we hit about 5,000 feet, we broke out of the clouds And it was the most beautiful sunrise you can imagine. It was spectacular. And I thought to myself, I bet nobody down there in Houston would believe what's up here. Because it was so dark and gloomy. But just right over their heads, separated by a few clouds, it was as bright and beautiful as can be. And really, it's the same way in our own lives. Sometimes it's kind of cloudy. We go through difficulties and we wonder when it's ever going to change. When's it ever going to get better? That's why I'm so discouraged, Joel. No, you can be happy right now. You just got to go up higher. And the way you do it is found in Psalm 55:22. Cast your burdens on the Lord. Release the weight of them and God will sustain you. No matter how dark and gloomy it looks in your life right now, if you can just release the weight of those burdens... You know what's going to happen? You're going to go up higher. You're going to get a new perspective and you're going to see the sun break forth in your own life. So let me challenge you again. This all starts by believing that God is in control. Trust him wherever you are. Stay in peace. When you do that, the battle is not yours. The battle is the Lord's. And learn not to be upset when you don't get your way or when your prayers aren't answered. Be willing to go through some things with a good attitude. Ask God to give you the strength to endure. And always remember, the sun is shining. You just got to go up a little higher. You got to get your peace back. Quit fighting everything. Turn it over to God and get back into that place of rest. If you do that, no matter what comes against you, you'll be able to say with a smile, it is well, it is well with my soul. Do you receive it today? Well, I know you do. We never like to close our broadcast without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. Would you pray with me? Just say, Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. Friends, if you prayed that simple prayer, we believe you got born again. Get in a good Bible-based church. Keep God first place. He's going to take you places you've never dreamed of. Thank you for listening to the Joel Osteen Podcast. Help us continue to share the message of hope with those all over the world. Visit joelosteen.com slash give hope to give a gift today. Thanks so much for listening to today's message. 
I hope you'll subscribe so you can receive the latest podcast to keep you inspired all through the week. We're praying for you. I know God's best is still ahead. We'll see you next time.